Well, hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, there's something that I want to kind of get off my chest. Number one is... There's nothing more important than finding the truth. You would rather hold people accountable that do you wrong and rather be transparent. Because if not, then who's going to be held accountable? No one. If you don't put the fire to their feet, they're just going to keep steamrolling other students or your employers or might steamroll other employees. And it's interesting because I've noticed in my life that I have recently been steamrolled by a certain college. And I'm going to stand to my side. I'm going to stand firm and not back down. While those allegations are false, I'm going to stand to the truth. Because only God knows the truth. And God knows what happens. And people know that understand you also know what happens. And this is interesting because we live in a world where we want to lie and try to ruin somebody's reputation. We want to, we live in a world where we want to destroy somebody's character and we want to make their life miserable. But the cool thing is, is that that's not going to stop me. That's not going to stop me continuing to fight for this country. That's not going to continue to stop me from loving God and bringing Him glory through all things. While we are in the storms of life, there are other issues that are about that's much more concerning. And I think it is important that we hold strong to our faith more than ever. Because we are losing, not only Christians are giving up, but we have people just walking away from the Christian faith because they are scared. They are scared because, you know what, they don't want to counteract their neighbors. They don't want to stop, hold up and tell them, hey, no, this is wrong. They don't want to do that. And that's a major issue in our society. We can't have that anymore. That's why we, need, we, as children of God, need to stand up and start counteracting these evil, evil people. And that's why once I keep, I keep on saying this, just because you call yourself a Christian doesn't mean that you are going to heaven. Christian has become a term that is so watered down, it's not even funny. It's actually sickening to even call yourself a Christian. And it's interesting because when we are children of God, there is, we're going to be uh, through suffering. We're going to suffer. We're going to suffer like we've never suffered before. And there's different kinds of persecution that we're going to face, such as losing 
your academics, losing your job, and losing other um, aspects of your life. But the cool thing is, is that God is merciful and he blesses those that are steadfast. He blesses those that never give up on his love. And we're going to see that in Psalms 41 and Psalms 42. When we see David lament upon God and we see David cry out to Jesus. And God blesses David. And he'll bless us as we continue on the journey. And with this in mind, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you can just come into our hearts. That you can just pray over us. Protect us, Lord. Protect the schemes of the devil. Protect us from the adversaries of our enemies. Protect us from Satan that's going to purposely meant to attack us. Meant to distract us, Lord. I pray that you can guard our hearts and protect us, Lord, as we go out each and every day. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So if you look at Psalms 41, we're going to be reading, and this is, we're going to be reading in Psalms 41. These are, and we're going to be all in Psalms today. And this is the lament of David. You can say his cry now. In verse 1, we start off saying, Blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he will be blessed on the earth, and he will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord God will strengthen him on his bed of illness. He will sustain him on his sickbed. Verse 4, I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Mm. Man, that hits home. We're going to come back to verse 4. But in verse 5, we continue saying that, My enemies speak evil of me. When will he die and his name perish? And if he comes to, and if he comes to see me, he speaks lies. His heart gathers iniquity to itself. When he goes out, he tells him, All who hates me, whispers or whisper together against me against me they deceive my hurt an evil disease they say cling to him and how the lies down <clears throat> how the lies down he will rise up no more even my own familiar friend in whom i trusted who ate my bread has lifted up his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up that I may repay them. By this, I know that you are well pleased with me because my enemy does not triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me 
and my integrity and set me before your face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Man, there's something that I want to reach out and kind of talk over. Doesn't that remind you of our today and the society that we live in? How people have turned against each other and have pretty much ratted out and stating that, you know what, just because you don't comply with us, we're going to lose you. Just because you don't accept our belief, you don't, you don't, we're not forceful upon our belief. We're going to desert you. We're going to let you go. What seems to be the problem in that? I mean, realistically, what seems to be the issue? The issue of it is, is that we live in a world and a society that has become so self-centeredness that we are willing to compromise our hearts in order so that, so that we do not upset other people. And that includes accepting whatever comes down the pike. And therefore, when you speak up, you think that people have turned against you. You think that friends have turned against you. And in end times, that's what happens. In end times, we are going to see more and more of that. To the point where your family is going to turn against you. And in verse, in, in chapter 42... We're going to continue reading. As a deeper, <clears throat> as a deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, where is your God? When I remember those, when I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Verse 5, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. And therefore I will remember you from the land of Jordan. And from the highest of Haran, from the hill of Mazar. Verse 7. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? 
as with a breaking of my bones. My enemies reproach me. While they say to me all, all day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance and my God. And I absolutely love, as we continue quickly, uh, to verse 43, or chapter 43. The, the prayer to God in times of trouble. This is so important for us to understand. This is a prayer I absolutely love. And that we all need to get this memorized, this lament that David has and that we have in our lives at times. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man, for you are the God of my strength. Why do you cast me off? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God of my exceeding joy. And on the harp I will praise you, O God, my God. Why are you why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Now, you're probably wondering, with everything that we have read, with everything that we have understood, what are your doubts? What do you know? What are the some of the things that you're doubting? Are you doubting um, God? Do you think God is not going to be at your side? <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you doubting that your faith isn't as strong as you want it to be? Those are some of the doubts I have. And what are your fears that you have? Like my fear is not being good enough, and my other fear is not being loved and it's being the and having a single heart and it's another fear i would have to say is letting people down that is a major fear i have and the after the consequences of letting people down and so another question that also brings in mind is do you believe that jesus is a son of god there are times where i have to remind myself <clears throat> because I also struggle with that. Because I, I don't believe at times that God is the Son of God. Now, yes, that might seem a foolish question, but you wonder that and you think about that each and every day. Because when you're going through storms of trouble, it's so hard to think that God was man. And to think about saying, well, God, you are never in my situation. You don't know what it's like getting a diagnosis. 
because you could heal yourself. Oh God, you never, you don't know what's like losing a job because you never had to work in your day in your life. We all have those questions that come about. And so then afterwards, another question that arises to my heart is, do you love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength? I sometimes don't. Actually, I don't at times. I only want to believe it when I want to. And, you know, with all this in mind, we have to tell him, you want to live what you believe. And tell God, you want to truly be your Lord, even if you are afraid. Tell him, Lord, I want you to be my God. I believe that you are sufficient enough for me. And with all that, we can cast our doubts, we can confess our doubts, our fears, and all of our unbelief unto God. We can throw them at the footstool of the the cross, because as for not that, then we don't have to worry about it anymore. We can throw our addictions upon the cross. We can f- throw our um, burdens upon the cross. We can throw our times of trouble upon the cross because Jesus will truly handle it. All we have to do is confess with our hearts and confess with our minds. And with this in mind, we're going to end it with a word of prayer. Dear Holy Father, we come here, Lord, with broken hearts. We come here with a broken mind. We also come here, O Lord, with just troubling times. We confess our just disbelief, Lord. We confess our hearts, our minds, and our actions. We throw that upon the cross. If they've not been gathered, Lord, we throw that upon the cross so that you can repent us, Lord. You can forgive our decrepitness, Lord. You can forgive our Filthy rags full of plague, full of leprosy, O Lord. That you can cleanse that, Lord. So that we can be made perfect in your image. And Lord, I just pray that you can forgive us. And I also pray, Lord, no matter what happens, Lord, you can guard our hearts. Protect us from the evil schemes. And protect us from Satan that wants to seek and destroy us no matter at no matter what cost, O Lord. And may you guide us and protect us, O Lord, as we continue on the path that you have set before us. So that when you cross that finish line, O Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember, do not forgive. Do not forget to keep up the faith. Do not forget to give up hope. And remember that Jesus truly loves you. And do not doubt God. Remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.